Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on Nerd from the Crypt. And we're finally getting to record our review of The Witch. Uh, with me, like always, is Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. It's uh, almost 10 o'clock at night here. Actually, past 10. Don't so, um, yeah, I'm sitting in the dark and doing the scary podcast. So, great. Yeah, so if you hear any chattering noise, it's probably Nick's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Shell, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, we've been trying to get this recorded for quite a while already, uh, pretty much since like the week after the last podcast went out. Uh, but uh, we, it's been, um, I think one, each one of us has had a couple things here and there uh, to really yeah. stop this. But you know, we're we're here. So for the at least one person that is wait, been waiting for this podcast, we are finally getting our our promise to you. <laughs> it just makes cool. like every episode more of a gift. Yes, there you go. Yeah, it, right. it's like a, a really like your favorite band releasing an album. Like it's, <laughs> it's nicer if it's every four years or five years instead of every year. You know, I hear you. you know, that's, that's, I agree. <laughs> yeah, they they spent some time on it, and that's what we did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, let me ask you all this: uh, When, uh, wh- how did you hear about this movie? Did you guys actually watch it in theaters, or did, how did you watch it on on Netflix or on? I don't know if it's on Netflix, but uh, you know, on on demand. I yeah, watched, I, watched I did. I watched demand. it on Amazon Amazon Prime. Yeah, I. I have like a Dutch service, so you won't know it. But um, I watched it on demand as well. There, they didn't even play it in theaters here. I think um, I saw the trailer for it, and um, a friend of mine who also loves horror movies told me about it, and he said like, check out the trailer, and then when it comes out, check out the movie. And um, yeah, I loved it straight from the start. I don't remember watching the trailer for this movie, and it wasn't until Nick told me. When we the after we did our first podcast and I think we've been trying to do this movie since then, uh, which is a couple of months already now. So finally we're getting to it. Uh, I like I said I watched I've watched it twice now. I watched it just before we started recording this. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll get into what we thought of the movie, what we liked about the movie, uh, and so forth towards the end. Uh, right away. So just so you guys know, uh, in case you didn't know this, the uh, movie itself is based on. The um, America's first witch hysteria in New England, or as Nick would like to call it, New Netherlands. There you go. <laughs> and it's actually set 62 years before the Salem witch trials, uh, which uh, occurred in Massachusetts. And so this is uh, what it, they have this labeled as a um, New England folktale or something like that, folk story. Yeah. And I think it. That helps the, the the way that it's filmed actually comes into play in the way they they want the the feeling to go because this this movie it's not like your typical movie where it's just where it's just fast paced everything you get like a typical horror movie normally you'll get uh, this kind of pacing going on throughout the whole movie this one's a little bit slower and I, I'll admit the first time I tried to watch it um, I got interrupted but I, I was I, w- I had a hard time keep um, paying attention because of how slow it was it wasn't until the second time that i actually got started watching it that i actually uh picked up on on that i actually liked that little uh pace that it that it had i loved all of it um it's first of all it's like a good period movie um where it's just you know it it portrays an area or, or you know a period of time so well 
and pretty realistically even. And um, yeah, I think that was great. Even like the language they used, which is, you know, part English, like British English, but, you know, with sort of like a weird American-ish dialect. Um, <laughs> that was spot on. And yeah, I think the, the slow crawl to the end uh, is brilliant because you sort of get this the the first like tension comes in at seven minutes like you watch the like you know the first seven minutes you know you see some stuff happen but the first time you see something you know scary or disturbing happen is at the seven minute mark and then you still have like an hour and 20 minutes 23 minutes to go i think that's how long it is um i think that's just brilliant if you can keep like the suspense up for that long it's just amazing i agree um i think while it was very slow to build throughout the movie it did continue to build and i thought it was just visually stunning the simplicity of it um everything from the setting to the clothes uh they did match the language to what would have been the way they they spoke in the 1630s and i thought instead of being like a slasher film where it's like constantly something jumping out at you. It was more the dread, the dread of yeah. what's coming and the build and the build and the build. And I thought it delivered at the end. So I kind of agree. I actually agree. agree yeah. With you, Nick. I, I think dread is a really good way to describe the atmosphere of this movie mm-hmm. because I, it's, there's no jump scares at all. There's hardly any blood or gore in this movie. Uh, there is some, but it's not really shown in a way that's, you know, right for the gore. I think there's um, one jump scare towards the end, and it's not really a jump scare because it's not coming at you, but it kind of just happens to somebody in the in mm-hmm. the uh, movie. And we'll we'll get to it towards the end. This is a movie that takes us to a certain point in time of this family. And it kind of just picks up there. It doesn't take. It doesn't, you don't have to have all the 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 back backstory. Other than they just give us a little bit of flashback. But it doesn't. You don't have to have all the backstory to understand what's going to happen because it kind of just. You know, this is a family. It's situational. We're here now. We're with them. And I think the way that it was filmed, it makes you feel like you're actually there on the on the plantation with them. And uh, like you guys said, it, it's not something that's going. A thousand miles an hour. It, it's a build-up, and it does. I think it does work to, at the end. Uh, that little build-up. So uh, let's just jump into the to the movie. And uh, like I said before, we have that flashback. It's the very beginning. Uh, for some reason, the we have William and his family, Catherine, uh, Thomason, Caleb, uh, and the twins, Mercy and Jonas, who are pretty much standing trial because they're. Um, I don't really understand why they're standing trial other than uh, I hear uh, William say that they or the other people, the other Puritans there are not living up to the to the uh, to the Bible standards. Did I get yeah. that right? Did I feel? Um, yes. Yeah. So because he's telling them that they didn't build, they're not living up to it. They're saying that he's speaking ill of the Bible. So they pretty much get kicked out. Yeah, it's like they they decide to go off and live their own Puritan life away from the church, kind of. I guess. Yeah, I think um, I think you know without having knowledge of this, I think something probably happened which made the ba- plantation, you know, the people in charge, want to banish them 
because you know their views of religion don't are aren't really the same and he says at one point that, uh, when he stands trial that he's happy to be banished so it's yeah it's just a, a conflict of like difference of belief and i did pick something up and I, and i'll bring it up when when the appropriate time comes uh, and I think I'm, this might be the reason why they're getting banished, or one of the reasons why they're getting banished. Now, uh, so we this is where we we start off out in the plant outside of the plantation, because I guess the plantation is the city or where they're at, the little yeah. community. So now they're out of the plantation. I I like the setting because I, I feel the setting itself, the isolation of the place where they're living, makes it a lot scarier than than in the city or or somewhere where you know something might happen because you're you're out there you don't know what's out there living in the in the woods you don't know what's what might happen someone might come in from the woods and and attack you and you're nowhere there's nowhere for you to go i feel that's a lot scarier it's it's isolation it's basically um the thing but in you know in in the woods Mm -hmm. you know it's like there's nothing around you uh, at one point you know because they lose their horse and they can't really make it back to town without the horse right i, I actually uh, thought the, their farm setting and it wasn't like it was real cluttered or a real busy farm it was pretty sparse and in the middle of nowhere you know what yeah. i mean and so i felt like that made the woods surrounding it seem more sinister if you will yeah, well, they didn't even have like this kind of gate or fence around their house, so right. any anyone coming from any uh, you know any side of the house can get to them, and and they wouldn't even know in, in the middle of the night because I mean there's no light out there, so yeah. So uh, we go with with uh, Thomason. Am I saying her name right, Thomason? Yeah, okay. Thomason. Yes. Yeah. So she's playing um, Peekaboo with um, with her little brother now because her brother little brother was born and during this time. And she is playing peekaboo with him, and in the middle of one of these, uh, you know, covering her eyes and 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 opening them, he's gone. And it kind of just happened, just like in a, in a couple of seconds, because I doubt she kept her eyes closed for for a minute or so. And we kind of um, see them looking for her. And w- I mean, what, do you, do you guys did they, they really show what happened to the baby? Or is it kind of, or are we kind of to believe that something really, really happened to this baby? Because I saw something, but I don't really Yeah, know. it's sort of left up to interpretation, but um, you see her, you know, peak and boo. You know, the mm-hmm. one is the peak and one is the boo. Um, and between the peaks and the boos, um, the baby vanishes, uh, which is at the seven minute mark, which I mentioned. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, when Samuel, when he just disappeared, I think, you know, presumably he's been taken by some supernatural force, which, you know, you may doubt it becomes, well, did the witch take him that lives in the woods? But, I mean, he just disappears, and it's such a vast area around uh, Thomason that, that, like, there was no time for somebody to come in and run away, you know? Yeah. And uh, right after that, you see the witch in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um mashing something that looks like meat and blood yeah right. that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, that was disturbing that was disturbing yeah um so i think the idea is that you know she took the baby and covered herself in its entrails or whatever Mhm. yep yeah when um, i was researching this movie it's, it, someone said that 
it, he, they, the, the witch made a, a levitation po or uh, ointment with the baby's entrails. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that comes into play know. later. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if that's the exact case, like potions or whatever. I think it's more just some sort of supernatural sacrifice. And, you know, she gets certain powers from that. I think it's more, right. you know, not really in in the sort of Harry Potter way of magic, but sort of, you know, mm-hmm. weird ritual kind of way. Because she's right. covering her that weird stick as well with it, which is just really strange. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just um, kind of disturbing. Now, is this before or after we see the, the twins playing with uh, the, the goat? Before. Yes, before. before. It's right after when the baby gets taken. Like, yeah. the baby gets taken, she looks around a bit, then you see the witch doing her meat stuff, and then um, it picks up with them looking for the baby. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I mean, the mom is distraught. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I understand why she's distraught. Um, I, I feel like kind of from this moment on, she blames Thompson for the the loss of the baby. Uh, they kind of chalk it up to the, to it being a wolf that took the baby or, or some uh, some type of predator that took the baby. Um, after a while, they kind of have to say that we have to stop looking for the baby because it's no longer going to be alive or uh, or else we're not going to be able to support ourselves because they're not taking care of hunting or, or trying to produce. Because as far as I understand, the land is not giving them the food that they need, right? Right. And, yeah, and Ka- Catherine kind of loses it. The mom kind of loses it from that point. She's not really coping. She's yeah. crying and she's blaming, and which would be a typical typical response. But I think the dad uh, was it William. I think he he wanted to say, well, it was a wolf because they need to go into the woods to get food and things like that. And he doesn't want them to. He doesn't want her to say, you know, she's keeping the kids away from the woods and this and that. And they have to sneak to go hunt or whatever they're going to do. Yeah, because yeah, uh, like, like I said, they have to hunt. And during this time, we, we get a little bit of a, a story that William uh, took one of the one of um, the wife's uh, family heirlooms, it looks like, silver cup, and actually traded it or sold it to get hunting equipment. And he didn't say anything, and that comes into play later on with the mom blaming Thomason. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah there's silver cups. So yeah, I mean, the, the, this family is lying to each other already, from what we know. Um, and I get why he did it. It's just that without telling her that he took it, she starts to blame like, Thomason out of more more than anybody. That she took it as well, and even later on, he she blames it. So what? A wolf took the, the cup too. Um, once again, blaming, putting everything, everything, and it looks like she put, kind of feels um, like hate towards her daughter because of the loss of the baby. Right. Oh, definitely. Um, I think that is one of the major things in this movie. It's sort of her, yeah, weird, more um, her blaming Thomason. First for, you know, um, Sam being gone, and then for pretty much everything else. Now, um, uh, Caleb and his dad go out hunting first. Um, they go, but they're really also looking um, for the kid, I think, still. 
Yeah. Um, and I remember when I was watching. Yeah, when I was watching this, I um, when I had just gone to this part, I even asked Nick and goes, "Is the witch change to different animals, like the rabbit, maybe?" Because I, I thought maybe it switched, it changed into a rabbit as well. Because when they try to shoot the rabbit, the gun kind of misfires and it gets into his eye. So I'm like, "That's not. That feels weird. It feels like it, something happened to protect the rabbit, and I feel like maybe the witch was in the rabbit at that at that moment in time." That's what I. I was thinking too, yeah, like it's a shapeshifter kind of. It's all really left up to suggestion, and it really plays into what witches have been sort of blamed for throughout the ages. You know, being um, different animals, um, and you know, possessing animals or doing things by controlling animals. Um, and yeah, that's what you led to believe when this rabbit's staring you in the face. In that scene, you know, when he's aiming the gun and you stare right into the rabbit's eyes, mm-hmm. that's what you're led to believe that, you know. The, yeah, the, and you're like, this cute little rabbit has scared me now. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Now, what happens with Caleb at this moment? Because he kind of starts um, crying or he, he becomes kind of, he starts to lose it because he says that he's living in sin or... Or I'm I'm not sure what happened because Willem has to comfort him before they even take the shot at the shot at the rabbit. Um, he kind of feels like he's gonna die or he's he's and something's going on with him and I don't I didn't understand that. Yeah, I, I oh. thought maybe this was the beginning of his possession. Um, you know he he goes missing later, but I kind of thought this whole scene was maybe the beginning of his possession and that's why he was having these feelings. But like. Nick said it's up to your interpretation kind of as you're watching it. Um. I think he's sort of also blaming himself. I think it's just that just as much as anything else. I think everyone has their mm-hmm. own secret and they're doing something that they're not supposed to and and they feel like it is because um, I didn't notice this in the film but um, like I said, I was I was reading up on it, it's, and someone pointed out that Caleb notices his sister's breast. Like so, he, he did. Like he was having thoughts clearly about his sister. Yeah. So he didn't say he, anything, but so, the guilt. Yeah. So he. So what this person was saying is that it that he thinks that this is what caused the baby to disappear because he was living in sin, thinking about his sister. Um, which, like I said, I didn't see it. It wasn't until I actually saw this note they're like oh wait i missed that so yeah it could be it was um, when they were yeah getting water or by the creek and she the sister went and then the twins come up um and i believe it's mercy not jonas but the twins come up and kind of blame her um yeah. there so oh it's mercy it, yeah yeah is it yeah. me or is it mercy really creepy She's really creepy. Yeah. Both of the kids are. <laughs> they're just creepy. And these kids are actually pretty good actors. Uh, they're not your typical kid actors that just kind of... Um, the acting in this movie is magnificent. All of the it kids really is. are all amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's child actors are usually like really hard to find good ones. You're never as lucky as like Stranger Things, you know? But this movie mm-hmm. almost completely nails it. What's like playing, play, um, yeah, 
filming with a, a little kid like in Pet Cemetery, the little kid, horrible, funny and iconic, but he 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 wasn't acting as good at that age because he's a little kid, right. you know. And these these kids are a little bit older, but still, I, I feel like their their acting was were was pretty spot on for what was needed for the movie. And this movie took over, I think I think it was being worked on for ten years. Oh wow. Um, in the and then the filming, you know, the filming parts of it went on for quite a while. But the the uh, director of this movie was done as an independent film. I think it premiered at Sundance, but because yes. it won awards there for the director. But yeah, it was in the works for a very very long time, and I thought mm. they did a great job with casting. Yeah. Now, do we get any type of reason why Mercy? blames Thomason as as being a witch right right off the bat just like without any reason no well she doesn't say that Thomason is the witch but then Thomason you know says that she is a witch well yeah cuz they're at the water and all of a sudden Tom uh, Mercy comes in and and all of a sudden she's like pretending to be on a on a on a broom and kind of just starts mocking her and blame, and she tells Thomason that she's a witch, and then Thomason that kind of just follows along with her and scares her and tells him if you don't behave or whatever, I'm gonna take you too, and kind of yeah, scares her. Yeah, she did scare. Yeah, she did scare yeah. them. Yeah, uh, I think me. she was just messing. Yeah, she scared me too. But I was like, <laughs> she's not really. She wasn't really a witch at that point, and but she was very convincing in making the twins think that she was. Um. Which later on comes back and bite her in the butt, though. On her. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, well, they come back from hunting. They've, um, Thomason's already um, been accused of being a witch by her little sister, and she kind of plays along with her. So the next thing that happens is that uh, Caleb and Thomason decide to go out into the woods again because right before, or the night before, they hear the the her parents talking as far as uh, saying that they that they uh, might need to yeah uh, they're running out of food yeah I, I don't remember if it was this part or not but they did say that um the moms say that they should probably give thomas and up for another family at that time or is it later on oh she started uh, with it yeah point. she mm-hmm. she wanted to get rid of her um i wonder if that would be something like We'll sell you our daughter to be a maid or a servant, and you just give us money so we can su- survive. And at this point, Caleb decides that he's going to go hunt for the family so that they won't have to do that. And, of course, Thomas uh, right. decides to go go along with her. And, and I is, think – didn't we meet – didn't Black Phillip first get introduced right before Caleb went missing or went uh, into the woods? Oh, yeah, yeah. They run around with Black Phillip um, – they do the little sing-along thing. Yeah. Like, Black Phillip, Black Phillip. Oh, no, I'm going to have nightmares now. Yeah, that, <laughs> that song. Yeah. I was like, this is the creepiest kid. Yeah, the, it's, and it's both the twins singing it, and, and yeah. they, it's like they just made up this kind of um, little rhyme for him. And they're laughing, but Black, Black Phillip is getting ready to ram him. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. He's kind of like getting in on two feet and getting ready to like go at him with their, with his horns. And, uh, the father comes and, and wrestles them into the pen and the kids are laughing like nothing, you know, they're not even scared of what's going to happen to them. Yeah. They don't realize the danger that an animal like that can, you know, bring. 
And we've actually hear, I don't know if right now or a little bit later, but we hear that they, the, the twins say that Black Phillip is talking to them and everybody kind of just, kind of just brushes it off as, you know, little kids with their imagination. Well, Thomason, she kind of like when they start accusing her of being a witch, the parents, she kind of says, no, they're the ones talking to Black Phillip. You know, they're the ones that are. Yeah. basically doing doing something bad so that kind of everybody was blaming everyone else yeah and we'll when we'll come up to that point in just a little bit here because this is the point where where um thomason and caleb go into the woods um well in the woods i think they go out for hunting and the idea is just to gather food because they're running out of food and you know thomason doesn't want to leave the family um so they go and um they see the same rabbit again um, so at that point, uh, Caleb has this huge gun, which is about twice the size of him, <laughs> but he still tries to shoot it, yeah. and it doesn't work. And then um, their dog, what was it called? Fowler? I, yeah, I think don't, it's, yeah, I don't remember yeah, the name of the dog. They have a dog, Fowler. Um, it runs after um, the rabbit, and the rabbit runs away. Um, so um, the horse gets really upset from the rabbit that uh, Thomason was on. So the horse runs away uh, like in one direction and then Caleb runs after Fowler and the rabbit in the other direction. So they get split up. Which gives me, again, another another reason why I thought and I, I believe that the rabbit was a witch because the horse yeah. acted the way it acted because of the rabbit. Uh, into interpretation. Um, it, it's, it certainly seems so, but you know, the dog is barking. He jumps off and grabs a big rifle. Horses can be set off pretty quickly sometimes. <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so at this point, they're split up, and you sort of see what happens um, to Caleb, I think, first, right? Well, Fowler. <laughs> uh, see Caleb find his dog, and oh, his yeah. guts are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. he's just... Uh, cut open like he's just been attacked by something way bigger than a rabbit. Yeah, and, just and here's the two rabbit. things: uh, a lot of movies don't do this, and this movie has already killed off a baby and a dog. I know, right? <laughs> uh, most movies won't even kill a kid. Most movies yeah. won't even kill a dog. It's extremely uh, dark. It's extremely dark. It's it's dark, but it's not like disturbing, as in like you don't see them. Yeah. Um, killing them like it's still up to suggestion you don't see something cutting open a dog or mushing a baby into you know a nice skin cream what the witch is doing in the start well sometimes <laughs> sometimes the what you don't see is scarier than what you see exactly exactly that's no. the whole point of most mm -hmm. of the stuff in this movie like you don't really know most of the things in this movie um so at this point um, yeah, you see him running after the dog. Um, the dog is lying there, like next to like this fallen over tree, and it's just dead. Um, so he runs a bit further, and then like, is it pretty soon that it all all of a sudden turns into night, or does he run into no, a cave I think, or something? I think they've been missing for quite a while. Right. Because when Thomason falls off the horse, it it kind of blacks out. So I'm assuming that she literally blacked out and woke up a little bit later on and it's darker already and we see the family kind of just screaming out for for thomas and caleb oh yeah 
Yeah, and then you see um, Caleb sort of walking around, you know, with this huge rifle in hand, which is about the size of, like, you know, 10 rifles for a kid like that. (laughs) It's one of the funniest things. There's not a lot of funny things in this movie, but the size of that rifle and that kid holding it, it just cracks me up. Right, like if he would shoot it and it would... It would launch him. His shoulder, it would, yeah... it would launch me. I don't know how it launch him. Yeah. So, so yeah, we um, this is where Caleb actually uh, sees the witch, right? Yeah. Yes. That's where he meets the um, the supermodel witch. Yeah. Because yeah. the earlier witch that we saw was this really old, sort of weird looking woman. Um, yep, she's shape shifting again. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden she is supermodel hot. <laughs> Yeah, and well, I think that might be what the baby paste was for, if you want to call it that. But yeah. maybe made her look younger. Also, I don't know. But she definitely seduces him by by having the young look. Well, she grabs him, um, um, and all of a sudden her hands old. I don't know if you picked that up. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's more of an illusion to lure him in, especially since this is a little kid looking at his sister. Well, I mean, if you see a woman, you, um, you're going to be lured by a woman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, at that point, it's just she – I think it's sort of a spell maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, right, yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's more of a, you know, sort of trick that – like that's probably what she needed the baby for, you know, some mojo. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, "Yep." Yeah. Now, well, now, now because of this, now the baby's uh, disappeared while in, in charge of uh, while Thomas was in charge. Caleb disappears while she's with Thomason. The mom just, I mean, I think even the father starts to like blame her. Like, what the hell were you doing out there to begin with? And she goes out into the into the rain to cry uh, because because of this. After they're starting to blame her and. Um, I don't know how how fast it is in, in the movie itself, but she finds Caleb outside in the rain naked and, and scared and kind of trembling, and he's come down with something. And, yeah, um, it's, um, it's when they all sort of, like, she gets back in, and it like it's really late at night, you can tell, mm-hmm. and it's starting to rain, and they have, like, a small herd of goats, and they, um, they aren't all, like, set in their, like, little stable thing so um she um to sort of please her mom who is just completely blaming her for everything wrong in the world right now she's like i'm gonna just put the goats down at least we have that done you know yeah um just to please you and um so she does and then when she um goes over there she sees um caleb just sort of hanging on to the uh fence completely naked and then she assumes he runs to him he just completely collapses uh yeah he definitely came back not the same way he left so this is the point where the family starts to worry that there's something evil lurking lurking around or something evil that's causing all the all the well this appearance and now um with caleb because caleb is kind of in the middle like he looks like he's sick but they don't really know what's causing the sickness and um, I feel like it's it's pretty 
Mercy and Jonah just come out of nowhere and just start accusing Thomason again for being a being a witch. And this is where uh, the father kind of looks at her and is like, believes it that believes that she's the witch. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something. Yes, she. They blame her for being the witch, and she said, "No, they've been talking to Black Philip." Yeah. Um, And so he doesn't know what to think. Yeah. This is also the first point where um, the mom believes that it's witchcraft. Right. Because um, the mom wasn't really believing all this witchcraft nonsense before. But when her kid is sort of in there, in almost comatose um, state there in the bed, then yeah, she just looks at Yeah, he definitely was catatonic at, at that point. Yeah, yeah she looks at, up at her husband and says, like, you know, this looks like witchcraft, doesn't it? Like, that's the first point where she says, like, this, you know, sort of looks like witchcraft. And then the two kids come out because they're in the back of the room. And they come out. It was Thomason uh, because she said she was the witch of the woods. Yeah, yeah there it is. Yeah, and uh, is this the same part where they they start accusing each other, right? And yes, yes. Uh, Caleb starts to kind of go into this type of um, convulsion or speaking. I'm not sure what he's doing. So yeah, they he's all start talking to... weird stuff, mm-hmm. and he's almost like not not really a seizure, but almost like he had a high fever or something. But something was definitely wrong. And, and they started the praying. dad got mad. Yeah. Well, yeah. they started to pray, and um, because they're blaming uh, Thomason of being a witch, so she she kind of gets on her knees, and and her father's like, uh, goes, "Do you remember your your Lord the Lord's prayer or the prayer, you know?" So everybody kind of starts to pray, but the but the two qu- twins they can't remember their prayers, and they kind of fall on the ground and and um, kind of start twitching and convulsing as if they're possessed. And one thing that I was able to find when looking up the information for this movie, uh, it was it used to be believed that a witch cannot say the entire uh, prayer of the Lord's Prayer. Um, right. So when this happens, uh, them unable to finish the prayer kind of points to them being possessed or being witches. Uh, so this is where everybody's like, oh, oh, holy crap, everybody's freaking a witch now. Um and this, I think this uh, points to one of the things that I I also like about the movie is that it's an isolation film, right? There's there's only a certain amount of people in the film, and then all of a sudden they don't know who to who to blame as far as what who who's the the witch or, or who's causing this and stuff like that. Um, it goes back to like old episodes of the Twilight Zone uh, or the Outer Limits. Yes, that thing. Yes, that thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it, you know Cronenberg as you can get. It's basically right, right. like who is the alien monster, you know? And but instead, it's like who is the, you know, possessed by the devil or who is the witch? And I think um, in 1630s, they would have thought, you know, maybe we shouldn't have left the church. Maybe we should have tried harder. Now we're isolated. Now the witch is attacking us or supernatural. And the dad, he really didn't know because they were blaming her. They were blaming the older sister, Thomason. And yet they were convulsing and couldn't say the prayer. So I think that's why he decides to do what he does when he, in the next scene where he locks them up. Um, yeah. Yep. In the stable, I think. Yeah. So because he doesn't know, like you said, nobody knows who really is doing it. So, yeah. So he he locks the kids up in, in the stable. Yeah. Like boards them up in there. <laughs> yeah. And they're in there with the goats and the white goats are kind of just chilling but that black goat, Black Philip, he's kind of just there, just like laying down, just looking at them. 
Um, and this is where she asks if it's true that that he talks to them. And at that time, I, I kind of feel like uh, he's she's asking them, but Black Phillip is answering just by looking at her. Right. And, and it, uh, that was pretty creepy. That uh, and that's because that's just the, yeah. that's the freaking goat. A goat's not even saying anything. It's just the, the that shot of the goat looking at her gives you all the all the the tension that you need. Yeah, he kind of he kind of says everything with the facial expression, if you know what I mean. Even though it's a goat, they were able to capture <laughs> like this horrific, um, just it, look in his eyes. Yeah, it's it's exactly the same with the rabbit. Like it's the scariest rabbit you'll ever see. I know. It sounds really dumb if you you know say it like that, but <laughs> seriously, it's the whole atmosphere, the whole build up, and like the music in the background. Or oh, like, absolutely. Oh, it, all that, all those things together, and and this really slow zooming in, especially on like the eyes, that just makes it really really scary. When when you mentioned that Nick about the music in the background, I really personally thought the setting, the camera angles, um, the lighting, and the score, like really all of those things together, made this mo- made this movie not just in the great acting, but I mean you had the story, but if if they had not put this movie together with those foreboding music and lighting and uh, panning shots and zooming shots. I mean, it just would not have been the same. And this yeah. is where we we hear Catherine confess to William that she had an affair. Yeah. Um, uh, to mm-hmm. which baby Samuel was actually born of that affair. So I'll, this is where I was saying that I wonder if this is partially what got them kicked out of of the the plantation. If someone kind of Th- uh, like said this is happening and they kind of even he they, stood by her yeah the, yeah. Dad, yeah, the husband stood be, by her yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's, it like i said it's not really confirmed in any part of the movie correct why they got kicked out but that could be one of the things yeah no i'm not saying that that they had proof that she was cheating on him and that's uh, but because she's confessing to him so that means that right. he didn't know for sure that it happened or not and this, of course, is in my in my mind. I don't know if that's what was meant, but if uh, if there's just allegations, we know by just in back in the day, just allegations is enough to get you killed because allegation right. of a witch can get you killed. Uh, I'm pretty sure an allegation of an affair can get you kicked out of of town. <laughs> um, yeah, or worse. They yes. were Puritans, so they would be that would be death by stoning. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, in the stable, while they're locked up and they're boarded in, we see a, a person kind of leaning over on the goat. And I don't know what this, what the witch was doing at this point. Uh, she, what, was she eating the goat or was she drinking the milk? or? Um, I don't know either. I, um, thought, it's, I thought it's just dark. Yeah, whatever she did to the goat, I mean, because later – the milk was not coming out milk. I think it was coming out blood yeah. uh, later in the movie. But I'm like, I think obviously but if you're saying that the goat is evil and the witch has something to do with the goat, I don't know if she's feeding off the goat, off its soul, if it, if they're communicating. I wasn't really sure, but it was scary. I mean, I can say that. The whole scene was just weird, scary, 
what not only them inside there's uh all of a sudden we see Catherine like all of a sudden Caleb's back uh, sitting in a chair and when we um kind of go pull back from it it's not even Caleb it's a freaking what is it raven or crow feeding off her her breast yep it's raven raven yep and you know <laughs> that's it, disturbing it, it was disturbing. There was there's like little things in the film that there, there wasn't a huge build up for that either. You just see it. Yeah. And and yeah. that's the thing. It it has this kind of slower moving. Uh, you better pay, be paying attention and not just listening because you might miss it type thing. And, and that that's what really to me was creepy about this movie. Yeah. Also, um, that scene is the first time we hear the voice. Um, I I'd say it's the voice of the devil because. Mm-hmm. You know, their uh, witches are usually called um, daughters of Satan, um, right. or, or or wives, bride, brides yeah. of Satan, daughters of Satan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that would be you know represent the devil, because um, they all have to sign something like signing a contract with the devil's like all this time as well. Right. Yeah. It's very Faustian. Now, uh, we go to the morning, and we see William come outside, and there's goats everywhere. Uh, I don't know. Are the kids thrown around as well, or are they missing, the twins? I don't know if they're in the pile with the goats or if they're just missing. They're just not there They're not there. The twins are not there. Yeah, and this is where I say that they they have kind of a jump scare because you see William kind of like, what the F? And all of a sudden, Black Phillip comes and just charges at him and impales him. I'm that's like, right. Wow. Yep. Um, I mean, I I'm, I knew that that's what those horns are for, but I never really kind of like stopped to think yeah. what would happen if it, if you got hit by one yeah. of those by, by I have goats. Long finger, I, I get long fingernails too, but I don't go, you know, grab somebody's neck out with them. So I wasn't expecting it. I was just like. I thought horns the are a time, bit sharper like, and stronger than fingernails, yeah. so they can I, definitely I pierce someone. I was like, man, I thought he was going to be like a red herring, you know, like maybe it's not really in in the goat, you know, the whole time. And then when he runs up and does that, I'm like, oh, it's in the goat. It's definitely in the goat. <laughs> yeah, and then because yeah. uh, William grabs a hatchet to get ready to defend himself, but then all of a sudden he just drops it, and then Philip just finishes him off. Yeah. So um, I'm guessing he he got to him. And and um, yeah, this whole ten minutes or five minute sequence when this next bit happens is the goriest part of the movie. Yeah, I think this is just you know this is basically the big reveal, like yeah. end of the final yeah. act. Um, yeah. You see that it's Philip, um, at least somewhat, you know, violent and, and doing bad things. Um, you later on you see even that Philip is you know the voice. Um, at least she's talking to Philip for the voice, so Philip is sort of at least the vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Philip just takes down the dad. Um, then the mom comes out because um, she's still alive, um, but um, she uh, sees that um, her husband is dead, like in the big pile of um, Lo- you know logs. Yeah, logs there, and. Um, she thinks Thomason did this because Black Phillip has run away. And um, she comes after um, Thomason, then knocks her down. And then Thomason picks up, like, some yeah, sort she's of... she's choking her. Uh, the mom was choking her 
Yeah. Or trying to choke her. So... She picks up this sort of weird tool that looks like some sort of shovel. I don't know what it is. I thought it was like a cleaver or, or like a hand axe, but I'm not sure. Yeah, like, it's some sort of blade, I think. Yeah. yeah, it is sharp. So, it's yeah, at least some sort of a tool. Um, but she picks it up and, you know, stabs the mom because, you know, mom's choking her out. She's yeah. barely alive at and that the point. The whole time, the whole time, Thomason's like, I love you. I, she's like, you know, I know. And I'm like, Wow. Uh, I she chopped her up pretty good. I yeah, mean, she was like hacking at her. It, yeah, it's pretty uh, crazy. I think that's, I think that that point is where she breaks. Yep. Um, and we get what happens at the end. It kind of, kind of just leaves her like I have nobody. Um, so at this point, her whole family's dead. Uh, we're 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 to assume that the the twins are dead. Um, or at least they've been taken away to get eaten or something. Right. They're um, gone. Yeah, so There's she's by herself, and so she goes in. She kind of like goes inside. She kind of cleans herself up, um, and then she goes and looks for Black Philip and demands to speak to him. Which then we get the amount, the the a little bit of silence, and then we hear the voice, the the the, the evil, um, mm-hmm. you know, deep voice. And um, this is where when when Nick was talking about that, she's asked to write in the book, um, and. He promised her to get, show her the world and show her all that. And we see her walk into the woods naked and find this coven of witches. And, you know, the witches start flying around and uh, Thomason kind of embraces it and begins to float as well. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely levitating. And uh, she, I, yeah. I think the whole sign, the, the meaning of, you know, signing your name in the book, she signed her soul away. Yes. And so now she's, you know, goes out there with these other witches who are having some kind of celebration um, and start levitating, uh, which was creepy. But yeah, I, I may think that was it. Like she was, maybe that's who the devil was after the whole time, and that's who the devil got. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing but women out there. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of women. So, it's, uh, right. A good portion of those had to be from the from the um, Puritan plantation, right? That's I what mean, I was thinking. I'm yeah. like, you know, so if they yeah. leave, you can separate them, and then even though she killed her mom at what was like self defense, and you don't, she she didn't kill her dad. Black Philip did. She didn't kill the baby. She didn't kill Caleb. But she's been there the whole time. It almost seemed to me like she was the target of the of Satan the whole time to get yeah. into this coven. Yeah, to kind of like I said at the end, it feels kind of like it feels like killing her mom is what really did broke her, and she got to the point where it's like, yeah. well, you know what? What I am I gonna do? I was sitting there. I was sitting there. I love you guys, but like when that all happened so fast, I was like sitting there with my eyes blinking, going, "Did that really just happen?" Yeah. And then when the goat spoke, I was like, "Oh, that really just happened." Like it. It's one of those where I I had to watch it. I would wa- rewound it, watched it a couple of times just because I was like, "Wow, that was profound." That was like not expected <laughs> so so while i was once again while i was researching the the movie uh i found out that they were actually having more scenes planned with black philip but when they try they tried to do the initial scenes they found out that he wasn't as well trained as they wanted him to be hmm. so they had to scrap the ideas of um, additional black philip um yeah somebody uh, somewhere i read and i don't remember where but i do know that i read that he did actually try to attack one of the actors when they weren't filming Oh, wow. <laughs> or or crew somebody he tried to attack somebody so you know they were actually they were actually scared of him 
Yeah, male goats, uh, rams, and whatever. Yeah. They're, 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 uh, they're territorial. Yeah. 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 I saw one around here not too long ago, and there's a lot of goats where I live because it's rural, but they're usually like the white goats and stuff. And I saw one similar, I don't know, maybe like a week or two after I saw this movie. And like, <laughs> it scared me so bad. It's near my daughter's house, too. And I was just like, this is not okay. <laughs> By the way, just to be clear to everyone listening, the color of the goat doesn't actually make it evil. I know. I know, but I just seen the movie. So, so I yeah, don't mess uh, with goats anymore. I'm not even going near them. So uh, here's what um, I know. Uh, well, let's let's let's. We already kind of talked about this already. What did y'all think of the ending of this movie? I, I think it's great. I, yeah. It's one of my favorite <laughs> horror movies. Um, just because of the the immense sort of building atmosphere and dread. I'm going to keep using that word from now yeah. on. Yeah, um, there was definitely a buildup, and I agree. Like, I thought yeah. the ending pulled it together so much. Um, I, I, I honestly, I stayed teetering on the edge, like, the entire time of the movie. And, like, my fear was building. Um, but then once once the dread turned to a certainty there at the end i thought it was mind-blowing i thought it was great it's a relief actually it's really weird because you're you're scared throughout the entire movie of like the thing that is to come and then when it's finally there when you know what what's happening like you know that she's going into the woods it actually feels a bit like relief it's really strange yeah. So I like the movie. I like the pacing. I like the lighting. I like the actors. I like everything. You know, there, there's a. There, I like every single aspect of this movie. The ending, I don't like as much as you all do. Uh, and and there's a, here's the reason why. Uh, at the end, when we find out it's Black Phillip and all that, I wouldn't have mind if they would have kind of just let, ended up kind of um, showing that it was a witch and that it was you know, Black Phillip was Satan or, you know, a demon or whatever. And then kind of letting uh, Thomason get taken by him and that be the end. Uh, I, I didn't really like the whole finding the witches and floating part. That little part uh, kind of kind of lost oh, me. So Thomason sort of surrendered to it. Yeah, she did. Like. Uh, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't have minded if Thomason surrendered to it. Uh, it was that whole little finding the, the witches coven. I don't, and I'm, I'm, Sometimes I li- I don't ne- I'm not someone who needs everything answered for it to make sense to me. There's there's plenty of books or or movies that leave kind of something floating out there and everyone else will be like, what the f? You know uh, I I didn't yeah. get any answers. Well uh, yeah sometimes it, you, the, the the not having an answer kind of frustrates me, but there are times where not having an answer is actually better for the movie for me. Uh-huh. Um, the reason why I say this is because, like, like I said, I did research the movie. The filmmakers, the, even though they they wanted the film to be intended to be taken literally as far as it, it is a witch, they also dropped hints in the movie saying that it might not be supernatural. Um, they showed rot in the corn that they were eating, and that kind of rot. Um, it, uh, I don't know how to say oh, it. Yeah. Called, er, er, ergot, ergot. Um, and supposedly that's a hallucinogenic fungus. So, oh, wow. so yep. by showing that they can, they can't actually say that they're eating this corn that has this fungus in it and everything that's going on is just happening 
in their minds because they're freaking out uh, um, with what they're eating, which at the same time, I, I think that also makes it kind of scary because now you've all this happened and yeah. there's no real reason for it to happen. Um, it, it, it's happened because they're out there by themselves. They don't know what to do. They're kind of blaming each other. That kind of little thing makes it scary for me. Um, and as far as the witch, I, I think the whole thing being out there by yourself, this isolation makes it scarier for me than the actual witch does. Um, I'm not, I never really grew up being scared of witches. I, and I know they're not real, uh, for say, per, per se, whatever. I know that there's Wiccans and I, and I, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's a, there's, there's a difference. There's a, there's a witch and then there's Wiccan, you know, there's two, there's a difference. Right. Um, but, you know, growing up, I actually would spend a lot of time in Mexico. Uh, with my grandparents and out there there was um, said to be witches and every, yeah yeah and you would actually see uh, where my grandparents live is it's in a, a mountainous area and we live we would live on one side of the mountain on the other side of the mountain sometimes every once in a while you would find these little uh, little balls of fire that would go up and that they would tell me those are witches that go out the wiccans that go out there and and do whatever they're doing um i, I never felt scared so I never grew up scared of witches. So I think that kind of um, took away some of the fear. And I'm more scared of the whole having to kill your family or figuring out what's going on in your family, being isolated, not sure what's going to happen. Um, so it works as a horror movie for me in a certain level, not so much on another level because of that background that I have. Um, oh, true. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Anything that little that little rant that I did there. <laughs> no. Nah. Sort of. Um, there wasn't anything which related really in my history. So, yeah. I mean, there are lots of little um, farms out in the woods here mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Um, so, like a farm like that, that's not really that rare. Right. Um, the woods itself, it looks just like any wood here, like any forest area here in the Netherlands. Like, I can... Um, take my car out for like um, 10 kilometers out of the city because I live right in the middle of the city. Oh, wow. 10 kilometers out, um, I can go right into a forest just like that, like identical. Yeah, that's how it is here. Yeah. That's how it is here. Not so much he- here, right where I live, but actually where I work, it's more, more woodsy and more. Um... You live in the desert. No, no, no. <laughs> no, desert has four different type regions. And yeah. the, where I where I live, it's not desert. There's a lot of trees, and a lot of hills, and um, actually and people dress up like cowboys and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just dress up as a Dallas cowboy. I don't dress up as a, a cowboy. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I I, I I where I'm work where I work. If I just go out about a couple hundred meters or feet, I mean. Um, I'm actually in the woods and if I go up a little bit further, I can get, I can get lost in there because there's, there's nowhere to, you don't know where you're at. It's fine. It's scary. But I understand exactly what you said. And each of us kind of saw it in our own way. And I think that's the way the movie was done. I think when they did it, it took like four, I think they did filming over four years, but I think the, they wanted it to be perfect with those little nuances and, they might not seem like much, but I thought the whole movie in itself was just an experience. There was no cheap scares, things like that, but it just built and built and built, and it culminated with when um, the she when uh, 
Thomason becomes a witch because she sold her soul to Satan. I thought that was like the culmination of it, and I thought mm-hmm. the actress that played her did an amazing job. Yeah. She really did. Yeah, she is pretty great as an actor. I saw another I movie. think it's her debut. Is it her debut? Is she in anything it's else? It's her you know? first credited movie. Okay. So I think she came out in other, in other um, movies Which or is, um, projects. Just came out. Um, uh, which is an amazing movie. Uh, it's not as good as The Witch, but it's like a sci-fi movie. She plays like an artificially intelligent, oh cool, uh, created person thing. It's really, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't explain. Don't remember but, the name um, of the movie. Yeah, she's amazing in that too. So um, yeah, she's probably gonna be one of the bigger movie stars, hopefully. Are you talking about uh, Morgan? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I found it on IMDb. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna write that down. In IMDb, uh, the witch is ranked or rated 6.7 out of 10, which is actually the lowest of all the different places that I've seen it. I uh, know, because I, I would definitely give it like if we could give it a half, I'd give it an eight and a half out of 10. But I said eight. Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah. But its Metascore is really high. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say for for it. Being 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, it's, it has an 83 Metascore. That's amazing for a horror movie. And a I 91% think, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think it, this re, uh, movie is pretty divisive, though. Like, There's a lot of people who watch horror movies who just want the scares and the gore mm-hmm. and the action. And there's some people who uh, don't really like anything you know, period-related. Yeah, so, I think young... Younger people, millennials and, and young, like that. Like when I was growing up, I, I was watching horror movies when I was We 12. are millennials mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, are you older than 35? I, I'm 47. I don't mind saying oh. it. I have children and grand, grown children and grandchildren. Oh. But they, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think that the young, I know younger people I've talked to, they're always boring. It, you know, it's not a slasher film, so it's boring. I'm like, it's not boring. <laughs> No, uh, like and like I said, that's what I said at the beginning. Is there certain there are certain movies that um, kind of put you in the situation where you're you're there with them. It's not like it's setting you up for the movie. It, you're it's, it's a situation that's happening to this family, and you're being brought in to that moment in time. It's um, yep. So uh, it's not boring. It's not uh, like I said when I first started watching it. I kind of hard kind of ha- had a hard time getting into it, but because I was kind of busy at the time as well. So yeah, was, that was my kind of fault. To, you have to take your time for this movie. You can't be doing anything else. You have nope. to just sit there, pay attention to the screen, and watch it. And it's almost like if – I don't know if you guys do this, but I watch, like, subtitled movies sometimes. I love Japanese horror. So, like, when it's like that. You can't just listen to it. Obviously, I don't speak Japanese, so I have to read the subtitles. But so I have to put them on best. for this. Yeah. Yes, but I'm like, this is <laughs> well, amazing. I, I like watching – I like watching stuff with subtitles, to be, even if they're in English. Uh, oh, my wife do? hates it. Yeah, my wife hates it because she, she's like, "Did you see oh. that off?" I'm like, "Ah." But I like watching. We're watch used it. to it. Yeah, my mm-hmm. my brother-in-law is deaf, and so they use closed captioning all the time. So, you know, in the family, if you, whenever we go, it's always on. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. You know. So it's this normal here uh, in in the Netherlands, all like TV and movies are all in English with Dutch subtitles. Mm-hmm. Uh, subtitling is normal for me, but this oh, yeah. was like yeah. this was like ye oldie English. Yes. So I had to put them on no matter what, because 
you know, I can watch a movie without subtitles, no problem. Um, but, you know, some of these lines were just like, what is he saying? What is she yeah, saying? Yeah, it's a certain style. Yeah, it's a certain style of old English that they use during that time period. Yeah. I think it's called Essex. And the thing about, about that's the... the city. <laughs> but it's called es- it's the dial it's called Essex dialect, I think. But that was what we used in early 17th century, and so I mean, I'm kind of like you, like some of the we wouldn't speak that way now, but I thought it was really cool. The the thing I like about this is that most of the time that I've seen productions go into this older English type of of uh, way of talking, right? Uh, dialect. Um, it sounds like they've been preparing themselves. It sounds like they're giving a, a, a presentation or something. And it kind of felt natural the way the actors talked. It didn't, seem, know, it didn't yeah. seem like they oh, were yeah. prepared just for the movie. Yeah, like normally it sounds kind of forced. Yes. Like you have to do Shakespeare in the theater. and. It's oh, still... I did Shakespeare in high school. And yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. so bad. Like some of it is <laughs> like this. It's sort of like a little later period wise, but you know. <sighs> What sort of light this... through yonder window breaks? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, but that's how that's how Norton normally sounds. It's, it doesn't sound uh-huh. like a natural speech from the actors. And, and in the movie, the actors, even the little kids, it sounded natural to them. I know. Yeah. They did such a good job. So this movie, it, it uh, estimated budget was $3.5 million. Gross, wow. rev- gross revenue, $40.4 million. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it's not higher. Um but I have. It's like, a simple movie. It is. And it it's... is, and it was devi- It was divisive, but critics yeah, well, did love it. Yeah, it's well, it's divisive, but it's still a great movie. It's like mm-hmm. you know, the oh, first yeah, I'll Terminator. Oh yeah, probably watch it at least once made... a year. <laughs> I'll probably watch yeah, it every probably. year at least once. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I was saying, divisive because it wouldn't attract just like a large audience, but still, forty million for. Three and a half. You can't really say anything bad about Mm-mm. that. No. So I hope we get a another film from this director. Yeah. Oh, probably. Uh, now the there is director. a documentary on this, but I believe it's basically just summarizing the making of the movie. Um, because I, when I was looking at the IMDb with um, the actress that plays Thomason, what's her name? Anna Taylor Joy. Um, yes. It showed another ver- another thing called said the witch and it's called the witch the pri- a primal um, folktale. So I'm like, what is this? And it says it plays herself. So it's a, it's more of a documentary. Ooh, um, I want to see that. It's 30 minutes and it says it's question and answer, and it was filmed in Salem, Massachusetts. So cool. Um, yeah. So there's that available. Yeah, it's probably just like a and A that they did for presenting the movie they do yeah. that sometimes and the blu-ray disc that came out has it says it has easter eggs um so it'll show you what you missed if you weren't looking cool so uh, uh final final um anything you know anything you want to say of uh, about the movie no not really i i i've already said that i love this movie yes. a lot so if if anyone's just tempted to watch it, I'd say do it. It's an amazing movie. Um, Go in with an yeah. open mind. Yeah, like I said, do it, but you know, do, don't do anything else. Just watch it. Um, exactly. Don't don't pause it to go to the bathroom. Do it all before. You know, <laughs> just sit there in the dark, nothing but the movie and like full audio. It's amazing. Yes, I think I agree. I and, absolutely thought it's phenomenal. 
And like always, we, I, I always say it with any scary movie or any horror movie, watch it with friends. Especially if ne- neither one of you have seen the movie. Um, it's always a better view when you watch it with friends. Or watch it with or watch it with strangers. I don't, I don't you know, whatever. <laughs> True. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, do, you, do anyone have any suggestions as far as what we should do for the next episode? Um, no, but maybe we can do like um, um, I don't know, the descent, something like I that. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, you like I've that one too. I've it's got so a really scary. nice story about that movie, so... <laughs> oh, do you? I live yeah. near a bunch of caves and caverns, so... Oh, there's no caves in the Netherlands, but... Um, oh, you don't have caves there? No, pretty much no caves, no mountains. Wow. Yeah, we're called the lowlands, so yeah. That's true, yeah. I'm, I'm surrounded <laughs> by them. I'm surrounded by caverns, caves, people go spelunking here all the time, caving here all the time. And, yeah, um, but my yeah. story is... is, um, is about that movie the first time I saw it and um, it's um, yeah I'd say at least PG rated <laughs> <laughs> so we won't promise when this is going to come out because like always this uh, we, you know, something always happens but hopefully we can get it to you guys out pretty quickly if you guys like what we're doing let us know uh, by subscribing to the channel comment on the videos let us know what we can do to, to improve. If you have suggestions for movies, let us know. Uh, eventually, I think I think oh. we want to do um, eventually, not anytime soon, but eventually, I think we want to uh, probably do um, bad, good movies. Um, you know, these movies that are just so bad, but we love to do, we love to watch them either way. Um, yeah, like uh, Demon Knight. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot of those that I will watch every year. Like and like almost all of Tales of the Crypt. Exactly. Yeah, Tales of the exactly. Crypt, great, great, great. And Actually, it's it's Christmas soon. We might do, like, oh, Krampus. You know what? Yeah, uh, maybe Krampus. Oh, yeah. I, or actually, the, the Dutch movie, Sint, which is a lot more gory than any Krampus movie. <laughs> uh, does it have subtitles? <laughs> yeah, is of it, course. Did you mean Sint, like S-C-E-N-T? Uh, no, it's S-I-N-T. It's Dutch for Saint. Okay. Um, it's Saint Nicholas, what uh, Santa's gotcha. based on. Perfect. Um, okay. You might have seen it in the news. He has Black Pete following him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the really racist thing from yeah. the Netherlands. Um, um, but yeah, the movie Sin, it's a, like there's a Dutch movie and it's just like the evil version of Santa, basically. I, there is a, quite a bit of horror movies that take place either in christmas or oh, are christmas or christmas themed right. so, santa slays have you ever heard of that one yeah with uh, yeah. bill goldberg as santa there's one that was out just a couple of years ago and i can't yeah. remember the Chris, a christmas horror movie yeah i i actually yeah. tweeted tweeted a, a clip of that at the end of the movie with uh santa fighting krampus like mortal kombat style oh that's right yeah you were watching that and you said actually <laughs> it is really bad and most of the movie is really bad uh but that little fight scene is just awesome yeah and even the twist at the end is just it's 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 right. i think i think it's worth it just for the twist um you might suffer a little bit uh towards beginning of the movie and so forth but that little twist at the end oh, i remember of like, when you watched that yeah yeah and now i know i remember i was sick and i just looked for something and i just looked to the yeah. first horror movie that came up 
I sent you another one too that the the guy who does the Exorcist show on TV. Oh yes. Uh, it's coming. I think it's called Pet P E T capital P capital oh, E capital T. Oh, I saw T. that. It's um Charlie yeah. with Charlie. Uh, yes, yes. So when that comes up, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I think I, I think it's almost out. Soon, yes. Either I've seen it or I've seen it being out. This I think week. I tweeted. Did I send you? I think I might have tweeted it to you. No, I saw in the, in the movie thing. I can watch. I I saw it either in the uh, soon to be released or in. Yeah, the, it's, it's soon like, to be released. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. It is. Uh, let me see. Um, this is the trailer. Yeah. Did I? Did I? Maybe I sent it to you. The trailer. I can't remember. Yeah, you sent it to me. Uh, the yeah. trailer. It says 2016, so it's it's got to be in the watch next month. Be, watch it be a Christmas one. Ooh. And um, I would recommend anybody to see that. Uh, who hasn't seen that um, what's it called trailer go ahead and see it uh, so yeah maybe one of these days we'll actually re- um, preview something or review something that just came out alright guys so uh, let's go ahead and leave it there we'll get with you guys as soon as we're able to hopefully we won't spend another month before we get